Welcome to West of MLK, Revealing Suibo. Beyond the Wire, where we introduce you to the amazing people making Southwestern Baltimore a great place to live, work, and visit. Listen to the voices of the community, discussing what's happening on this side of MLK and topics relevant to everyone. Jim, this is West of MLK. I'm here with Nicole. Hello. And Lachelle Bynum. Good evening. Oh, go ahead. And she's going to tell us about ghost signs and her project to to, uh, catalog them and how it's not related to Halloween. And I think we'll start with there. What's a a ghost sign and how did you get interested in them? First of all, ghost signs, or as some call them, ghost walls, they are actually advertisements that used to be painted on the sides of commercial buildings and residential homes. I got into them by chance. Um, I'm a photographer, and one day I was coming up, I think it was Fayette Street, and I saw what was my first one that I really like paid attention to, and it was called Lenny's House of Natural. I found that it was the only African-American ghost sign in Baltimore City. And I photographed it. And I think maybe a couple weeks after I photographed that one, it was like they started finding me and they got me more interested in them. So I started riding around the city and photographing them. As to date, I have maybe like close to 300 in my arsenal. When I first started photographing them, it was just for the beauty of them. I admired the artwork, you know, and it made me wonder, like, who did this? So at that time, that's when I started researching every ghost sign that I have. The companies, where are they? When did they go out of business? Where are they now? And things like that. I interviewed for Mano Swartz. I had their ghost sign and I interviewed Richard Swartz, a true character. Totally enjoyed him. He told me so many things about his family, things that I wanted to know and didn't need to know, but it was still fun. <laughs> for for those of uh, folks who didn't grow up in Baltimore may not know about them, could you tell us? What yep. they're known for? Sadly, I don't know what, you're, what oh. this is. So. They're furs. Furrier, oh. yeah. They're furrier. And, yes. um One of so the main furriers in Baltimore City was Mano Schwartz. Yeah. Yeah, it was um, just a, like a mainstay. Like you, when you grew up in Baltimore, you thought it was like a worldwide entity. They were like, they're, they're, their advertising was, it was like the heck company or oh, yes. going to Philadelphia be Wanamakers or something like that. It would be, you know, like your stewards and all that. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yes. So when you, when you talked, um, what was, what were what some of the interesting uh, little details he might've told you about the, the, the business that are, um, I, I wouldn't say necessarily G rated, but, uh, no, but certainly he, no he, more than he did tell me about him getting caught speeding. And when the police pulled him over, he told him who he was, and he got away with it. (laughs) He simply got away with it. He did tell me that. And he just, oh, God, he just went on and on about his father. Um, 
how it started with his family, his great-grandfather, and how they were very strict on them, and, you know, how they grew up in the business. Mm -hmm. And how he took it over, and he told me about his brothers, and his, I think he has a couple of sisters, too. Now, were, were they sourcing furs from other sources, or were they? did they have people going out and trapping for them or raising the critters? Or? I think it might have been a bit of both. A bit it's of been a while. It's yeah. been a minute since I've had that interview with him. I had, <laughs> I had that stuff written home. Right. I do because... If you don't write I, it down. I, when I, talk, when yeah. I talked to him, I had my tape recorder. So at one point in time, I was so interested in what he was saying. I just was like... Yeah. Yeah, it was just like... I like old stories and stuff like that, so he just just got me right in. But I have all that written down. Even the guy with the Lenny's House of Natural, the only African American one in Baltimore City, when I interviewed Mr. Lenny, um, he was interesting too because um, he told me how that sign came about on the side of that building. They were actually filming a movie called Meteor Man with Robert Townsend. Huh. And they wanted to use his. They wanted to use that area, and they asked him, "Could they do that?" And he let them use it. So that's how that sign came about. Um, he was a little upset that they destroyed a part of his barber shop and didn't pay him for it. But for the most part, that's how that go sign came about. So they they did it as a swap out. For using his territory for the movie, right? Okay, except for the damage. Except that wasn't a swap out. It wasn't a swap out. That was just swap out. flat out screwed. But job. that that barber shop actually is where back in the day Oprah and everybody went to get their afros done. Even Richard Shear used to hang up in there too. Well, he had quite an afro. He had weird, you know. And then it was a hangout, you know, for them. You know, you had all kinds of people in there. But it was it was the hangout, you know. You you getting your head caught, or you in there just sitting back doing barbershop stuff, talking barbershop stuff, what they do. But yeah, it was a real popular hangout back then, real popular. The people who painted these signs. They have a name. They're called wall dogs. I've okay? never heard that before. Yes, they are called wall dogs. And they would paint the signs. What they would do, they would use, they would take their ladders and scaffolds and they would mix their own paint to the exacting color. Once they did that, they would use white lead paint to finish the sign they were they had a pounce bag it was full of sand and they would dot out the diagram pounce it and then paint it so why do they call them ghost signs or ghost walls because when it rains they appear okay they seem to become clearer because a lot of them are faded you have some that are two and three over top of each other which are my favorites because then comes the moment for you to decipher what is under there, what was there before. That is a puzzle and fun in itself alone. So, um, so is, the, is it the lead paint that, that the uh, lead paint, is that what causes the lead paint it to come alive? Is what causes it rain? to come alive. 
Yeah. That's wow. what it was. Okay. And two, in my research, I found that there were four companies that painted these signs. It was Morton, Park, Globe, Pritchett, and Chivery. Chivery, excuse me. They were the four sign companies that painted them. Now, also in my research, I talked to a gentleman that worked for National Beer. Okay, so he told me how they would strategically paint these signs. So what they would do, they would send someone out to sit on corners and just various parts of the city and areas near traffic lights, watch the traffic that's coming up and down the street, be it pedestrian, be it cars. Because if, they, if it's a car and it's not with that red light, what is he going to do? Look over, he's going to read the sign. Mm -hmm. So that's how they strategically place them. So if that sign was painted on the side of my house, whatever that advertisement was, I would never have to worry about having it again because that was my payment. That's how they okay, paid that's you. What I was just getting ready. They don't they, pay you like that's they how they paid you. Just show up at the, at the yes National Bow Factory and pick up yeah, and just and give my bring my cases of beer. <laughs> but that's how they did that. Just knowing how they went out there and strategized how they got people to pay attention and to buy these products and things like that. Because I know for myself, I grew up in Emerson Village. So coming out of the house every morning, and if you're heading up Emerson Avenue, it's overwhelming smell of bread that came from Hallswell's Bakery. You know, not to mention the bakeries that were already on Emerson Avenue, the little small corner mm -hmm. bakeries. But that bakery, I mean, it just sent since Poplar Grove, Emerson Avenue, all over the place. As a matter of fact, just last year, they just painted over that ghost sign. Mm -hmm. They just painted over top of it. A lot of the signs that I photographed, some of them have now been, the building has either been torn down, mm -hmm. they might have built something up next to it where it covers it. So a couple of them, I have gone back to see, okay, what do you look like now? And I found those three incidences. And I photographed that too, so that when I'm showing you what it was, I can show you what it looks like now that you can't see it or you might can see half of it. I think that they are just totally fascinating. Um, even down to the, the wall dogs who painted them, you know, I would always wonder how they felt when they went home at night with their hands hurting, you know, knees. I mean, that's work. It is work. Mm -hmm. And it's so creative. Did you ever get to talk to any of them? No, I didn't. Hmm, no, I didn't. Um, I, and might, I might be able to um, get someone for you to talk to. I did a sign painting workshop in March of 2020, right before the shutdown. And we were behind Zeke's Coffee and there was maybe 10 of us. Uh, many of them muralists. I cannot draw to save my life, but I thought it would be a fun thing to learn how to paint letters. And they talked about the um, scoring the paper so that you could see the outline and that's how you would start really? to paint. And yeah, it was very fascinating. Um, and this gentleman, um, his name is Mike Myers and he travels the world now and gives workshops about sign painting. So I think he would be a lovely person oh, I would love for you to, to talk, talk to, to him. Mm -hmm. Because I was trying, I want to give an exhibit. Ghost signs, ghost walk. I just want to give a full blown exhibit. I tried to give one at, what was it? Water, what, industry? 
Baltimore Museum, Museum of, of Industry, Industry. Mm-hmm. who at the time was not interested. But then I found on the internet just a couple of months ago that they had a wall dog meeting there. So I'm like, okay, so I'm going to try them again. Try again. Right. Yeah, yeah. Or I'm going to try to give it somewhere else, but I do want to give one because the art the artwork is just fantastic. And I also found online there's a wall dog convention. Oh, wow. That I'm going to try to attend, if not this year, next year. I've got to go because they're still out there, but this is the next generation of them. But the fact that they're even carrying it on is just a phenomenal thing in itself. So I think in today's age, the murals are the new go signs now. Um, I have also found some of the places that I photographed the signs, some of the places have been renovated and some people kept them like um one down here called the parker parker decorating home the guy who owns montgomery park himmelrich mm-hmm. he that's his building okay and it was called parker parker decorating metal he painted the building renovated the inside but he put the ghost sign back he repainted and put it back Okay, there is one you can see off of 83 for Cloud Mattress. Mm-hmm. Okay, they also redid the sign and also named the building the same. It's condominiums now. Okay. Yeah. But it's mm-hmm. called the, yeah, it's, they did that. Ah, oh, let's see. Gosh, I'm so nervous. So no, no, you're doing wonderfully. So you say you have over 300 close to three, that yes. you've documented, mm-hmm. and the first one you saw was here in yes. Baltimore. Are all 300 that you found in Baltimore? Yes, they are. Wow. Yes, they are. And surprisingly enough, when I'm out of town, they find me because I, <laughs> and, I, and I photograph them as well, and I bring them home, bring them home to be with the rest of the family. So how many do you have, you think, from other, from other, other areas? other areas, I may have about a good 10 or 15. Okay. Yeah. Um, but like I said, they find me. And then as I tell people about them, people start looking and they'll start, they'll call me. Well, I just saw one. Do you have this one? It's so-and-so and so-and-so and so And I go right over there. Okay, I got it. Thank you. And they'll tell me, oh, Michelle, now you got me looking. I'm looking up and looking down. I'm looking. <laughs> yeah. 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 Because they're everywhere. But my, one of my favorite ones is the very first one I shot is the Lenny's House of Natural. Mm-hmm. But there's also another one that's my favorite. It's down on, is it Fayette? It's across from the courthouse. It's called the Knickerbocker Building. You won't see it unless you look up. But it is one of the most beautiful ghost signs. It's just got this, and it has a tree that like hangs over it. So it just gives this like, I just can't, I don't have the words for it. You'll feel it. You'll know it when you, when you see it. Um, that's one of my favorites. And I did a segment with the Baltimore Heritage Society. I called them to do volunteer work. We got to talking about photography and somehow another ghost signs came out. And they had me do a segment and they had just found one that was under some sheet metal on the side of a building, beautiful and bright and vibrant because nothing had touched it. Wow. So, and the guy asked him when he bought the building, do you want me to cover? He said, no, leave it alone. There's also one on 
Fort Avenue. It's a double one. Um, it's, what's it? Borden's Ice Cream on the bottom. And at the top, it's one about a pharmacy. Well, someone bought the house. So I, call, I left a note in the mailbox, and the guy called me, and I said, I want to know about the ghost signs on the side of your house. And he loved it. He just loved it. He said, okay, he bought the house. It was a pharmacy. The pharmacy was in that house. He said when he moved in the house, all of the pharmacy stuff, the bottles and everything was in the basement. What did you do with it? He got rid of it. I'm like, dude, did you really, did you really do that? Why did you do that? But yeah, he got rid of it, but he said he was keeping the ghost signs on the side of the house. That's they were also covered. They weren't as vibrant. You could tell they aged, but they were still beautiful. And he said when the person who he had renovating his home contacted him and told him they were under, he said some writing on the side of your wall, and he asked him did he want him to get rid of them, he told them no. So what he did, not only did he tell the guy no, he also went around in the neighborhood and asked the neighbors, was this a distraction to you? And would you like me to paint it? And everybody said no. I'm very happy they said yeah, no. Me too. <laughs> and he left it. So, you know, but yeah, I mean, like so I said, it's... When you, when you find these, do you, do you find that a lot of them are, are local businesses that were like Baltimore-centric or... Like uh, Borden's be a national chain type place or a mix of everything? They were local. Mm -hmm. Most of them were local because a lot of them were painted on the sides of where the companies themselves were. Like the Hallswall Bakery, it was painted on the side of the bakery. Um, Royal Furniture, Better Business Forms. Let me see what else I got here. Do you have one for Isaac Sass Candy? S A S S. Where is it? They, they, it was a big candy maker in the forties, fifties, and sixties. I in have the city. one of a candy maker, and I'm still to this day trying to decipher it. Hmm. It might be that one. So he had. They had a slogan in some of their advertising. It's Isaac Sass. So he says, "For the best candy in Baltimore, look up Mike's. Or look up Mike's. I, I, Ike Sass." <laughs> <laughs> Like this one. This one is from the top of it, from what you see, you see, what do you see? You see Sealy Posturepedic, am I right? Okay, we are looking at photos right now. Uh, yeah. Okay, but it, what's it, underneath of it? I, can't I see Meyer uh -huh. or something. Meyer and Thalheimer engravers. Ooh. I love, that's one of my favorite favorites that is simply one of my favorites very cool isn't that cool and when it rains it comes out a little bit more so you can kind of decipher a little more but yeah where was this one at that is on broadway hmm. is it still there it should i think it is okay i haven't been down there. i'm it's, gonna go look at it now. Yeah. company there head company yeah okay so that head company they have since knocked that building down. Uh, no, the head company is still there. Yeah. But, the, but with the build, but see, there was a head company on the back of that building. Mm -hmm. But if you hit it from the front of Howard Street, there was another Sealy. So uh, with the building being gone, now that separated them, they're like both on the same wall, one on this end and one on that end. Okay. So I've re-photographed that as well. This one, 
I looks familiar to me. Um, is this from uh, Austin Street? Yes, in it Fed is. Hill? It's That's very faded now. Yeah, you it's can, you can so barely faded. see it. And I, I got really excited thinking someone maybe redid it, but you yes. photographed it before yes, it got I did. faded. Yes. That's amazing. That was from my early part of my shooting, photographing so, them. So when, what year did you start documenting these? Oh, my gosh. Because what? I've been in the city for at least a decade now. I don't know when I first noticed this, but right. I've been here for a little while. Oops, Never this, have this I seen it so vibrant. Maybe the early 2000s, maybe, if not 98, 99. Okay. Because one of them in there is right there on the side of Highlands Market. Across the, on a building across the street from Highlands Market. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's two of them in there. One is called C.D. Was it C.D. Kenny? Now, C.D. Kenny had two. They had one on Broadway, and they had this big one across the street from Highlands Market. They had two ghost signs. You see it? Vote against prohibition. I just found one that said vote against prohibition, but I haven't haven't found the Holland Markets one yet. (laughs) I'll keep looking. That's in Fells Point. I can show it to you if you want me to. So um, since this is radio, we're going to... Go yeah. back to the stories a little yes. bit. Yes, we are on a podcast. But we, we have to yes. talk more than um, visually describe things. Like, oh, but look at that. We could just sit here all night. Look at that one. Now, I also have one that I shot, photographed on Saratoga Street. And it was for carriages where people would bring their horses. Wow. Okay, that's also a fascinating one, especially now because it's still up. There's an artist that paints a lot around in the city. I want to meet him. He went down there and he painted a horse on that building. And it's beautiful because because it's faded. And then the horse, he's got this vibrant black horse. It's gorgeous. So I had to go back down and re-photograph that as well because I have to have the makeup for, you know, um, what's going on out there. So do you think you've gotten most of them or do you feel like you're always finding new ones? New, new old I, ones? I think I'm always finding old ones. And and like I said, too, I'm on a quest now as to where I'm starting to photograph the ones that people have redone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, because like I said, I think the, mur- the murals now are going to be the new ghost signs or ghost walls. So I'm about to get ready to embark on that journey, too. I'm going to photograph all the murals. I've already got my list. I am already know where I'm going. I just got to get started. Yeah, we, we were uh, talking to some one. muralists on a recent show, and uh, the, the, that's evidently a, a thriving thing, too, just setting up, putting up new ones all the time. But, you yeah. know, it's just, just to see the art, because so many things now are computer-generated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nobody takes the time to bust a knuckle and get stuff done. It's all about... Yeah. That, you know, to me, I mean, it's cool, but it's not really the work of it. You know, it's just like the Baltimore architecture is beautiful. That's another thing that I was on, too. I did the um, architecture in Baltimore, the monuments, but I did the history on all of it because I need to know. I like to know what I'm talking about and what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. 
So, so um, where do you go to learn about these things? I mean, you, you've, you've contacted some of the people and the business owners and I so forth. I contacted, yes, I did. Are, are there other, like, written sources that you can go to, or is this, is this uh, something where the, the knowledge is fading out? What, as far as the ghost signs? Ghost signs and, 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 and the other stuff, too, but mainly the ghost signs. I, um, once I photographed everything between the ghost signs and the monuments and all, I just go online and I look it up, put it in put into Google and see what Google tells me. Mm-hmm. You know, um, as far as the interviews that I had when I was interviewing with the ghost signs, talking to different people who knew people. It's like, oh, I know somebody used to work there back in the day. Let me see if I can get, like you said, I'm going to talk yeah. to you. And that's how I did. With Mano Schwartz, I think I called him on the phone. Okay. Found his number, called him on the phone. You know, I think that, I mean, I could have emailed him, but I just think, certain conversations need to be on the phone. Sometimes it's not about an email. I like personal touches. Mm-hmm. Call me. You know? Yeah. You know, let's get together. We can do an email. But nothing quite as good as a conversation. It's nothing. Nothing. That personal contact is everything. Mm-hmm. You know, I think emails and text messages sometimes can send the wrong message. You know, so let's talk. Can we get together and get this thing done? Um... Now, for the thing you did for the Baltimore was National Heritage Area. The Baltimore Heritage Society. Yeah, um, where can people go to go to that to check out what you're talking about in terms of uh, is it? It's on YouTube, I believe. Yeah, they have a series of five minute videos where they go around at different places in Baltimore and give you a five minute history on different things. Um, they also have tours. They have walking tours. I actually went on a walking tour with them to the Greenmount Cemetery on Greenmount Avenue. Fascinating. Totally fascinating. But as far as the ghost signs are concerned, let me tell you one more thing about the lead paint. The wet the lead paint is the one that deteriorates the slowest. So that's why it hangs. It okay. sits there. And it just lays around. I also had, I know I'm jumping all over the place. I'm just trying to cover everything. Back in 2009, I had an exhibit at the main library. I had ghost signs, architecture, excuse me, and monuments. One of the editors from Style Magazine came to the library to do some research. He saw it, and he asked them to contact me. When, he con- when they contacted me to contact him, they did a story in their 20th anniversary issue of the Ghost Signs. Nice. Very cool. About me. I was like, it was really cool. It was really, um, I was flattered that they wanted to do it. But like I said again, they are just—they're beautiful. And you—you you grew up in in I Baltimore. I grew up in Baltimore, yeah. yes. And then, but you didn't—you didn't notice them when you were a kid. You never noticed anything. You know what? That's the so funniest. What, what, what I think it? about that. Yeah. I think about the what were you what, what were you doing that you didn't see these things back then? Why weren't you doing photography then? Because could you imagine what I would have had if I had done that? Mm. Oh my gracious. But I guess it was, this was my time for me to find the way they are. But, um, I, like I said, I still, I still do look for them. 
I still look for them. And I've and I've harvested and I found some new ones like as late as last year. I found two new ones. I'm like, where have you been? And and of course they're not new. They're just new to you. Right. They're right? new they're to the me. Ancient. Yes. They're yeah. they 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 they're faded. They're beautiful. Now, is anybody doing like wall signs these days as as a as a thing for like murals are, are you know murals popping are one everywhere? Thing. But they the, are. I don't necessarily yeah. see the uh, signs I, so much. I think signs. Patrick. I think Patrick has done quite a few, um, just you know, lettering, huh. lettering signs and things like that. So I, I do see it around. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Um, picture of a bottle of. Like I said, I've seen some. I've seen some brand new ones. There's a guy who has a barber shop. On Howard Street, once you cross North Avenue, and it's beautiful. It has this little boy, and it's got this old-fashioned, like, medicine bottle with it, and the barber swirl. Old bank barbers? On the corner? Yeah. It is on the corner. It looks like a, a, a yeah, shop think... on the corner. It's or, an old, I mean, it's an old bank. Yeah. It... Old market barbers is the second place that you're talking about i believe on howard street on a corner mm-hmm. 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 it's got that storefront corner yep. that's it mm-hmm. that's it i love that <laughs> i love that i photographed it i th- i want to go into the barbershop because oh, i want to nice. talk to the guy who owns it i want to know what made you do that mm-hmm. because hopefully one day on this table will lie the coffee table book Oh yeah. That that's the end game. Is that your goal? That's the end game. I just gotta find someone to help me put this darn thing together. I can do that. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Done. I would find that I will fascinating. Make sure I dedicate the book. Don't dedicate it to not me. To, not dedicate to me. it to, not to Baltimore. Me. Oh, or... dedicate. Oh, but you I got, but dedicate, I got, do the but smart I... thing. Dedicate it to your kids. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to do that as well. <laughs> I'm going to do that too. But just to know that you all are going to help me, I'm not going to leave you out of it. My book is done. Hot done. Thank you. I have a question. What is the largest and smallest ghost sign that you have found in the city? I mean, because some of these are gigantic. Yeah. I mean, they're on the, they cover sides of buildings. They are. The smallest? You know, I never thought about it. That's something to think about. I don't know. Okay. I'm just, snap, 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 snap. Right, 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 right. <laughs> That's something to think about. Might be fun to find out. Yeah. Okay. You just sent me on a quest. <laughs> I'll, I'll accept the to, assignment. To go through your archive of 300 photos. Yes. To find, I'm, And you know what? It would be nothing to go through because I'm on a mission. I need to see. Mm-hmm. Now, you have all this cataloged on, on, a, on a computer? Or you, uh, yes, I do. Yes. Yes. I have the location. Uh what it was then, what it is now. And then any other details you and have. And any other so this, details. This is just your your That's, non-electronic yes. version that we're all Right, those at. are my You're, photos. Because when I started photographing them, I was using my film camera. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I see that some so of those So that's why are... that book, because there's another book. I have two of those. I just brought that one with me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
but the rest of them past those two books are from my digital camera. Okay. But yeah, I did it with film, so which I still love. A lot yeah. of, a lot of pictures. Yes. And then, uh, do you have a website or anything that we could refer people to check it no, out? No, I need to do that because when I did the when I did the segment for the Baltimore Heritage Society, mm-hmm. uh, someone contacted them. Oh, God, please forgive me for getting the name. There is a home on in Rice's Town, a senior citizen center. Brent, Bent, maybe. Mm-mm. Meyer, Edward Meyer. Oh God, I feel so bad on the podcast. I'm forgetting. Excuse me, everybody. <laughs> they contacted me to come do a, a session with their inmates. No, not inmates. No, <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> no, it was a senior citizen home. I know. And they, you call them inmates. <laughs> So I went over I there and I mom. and I did a presentation. And it was interesting because I didn't think that many of them were paying attention to what I was saying, but by the end of it, they bombarded me with so many oh, questions. Sure. I'm like, "Wow, you all were listening." So and from that, people sent me emails like, oh, well, "Do you have this?" Just today, somebody went on YouTube and saw my segment and emailed me and asked me where most of my signs in Baltimore City. They said they enjoyed the segment and they just wanted to know that I find most of them here. And I told them yes. And I found that fascinating because that was months ago and somebody's still looking and they're interested. So I was flattered. That's great. Every time, anytime somebody asks me about something, about anything that I do, I'm always flattered. So. Thank you all for having so, me because um, now, do, do you drive around town looking for them these days or you just if if you happen to chance upon one you stop and take a picture or a little both okay a little of both because like I said I'm getting ready to go out here now pretty soon and start photographing these murals I've already started but I haven't seriously like started so now I'm getting ready okay so we're right at ground zero for that because you can't I'm, I'm going block to without hitting one around here. I'm going to just really just go for it. Like I said, I have a list of them, and I see some now as they're going up. And as I'm riding past, I might write it down because I know I got to come back there. So, is there a strategy for looking for them if you're out cruising around? You don't necessarily look right at ground level. You got to look up and oh, behind. Oh yes, yes. Sometimes you have to look up because, okay. like the Knickerbocker Building, Knickerbocker Building. If you were looking at eye level, you would never see it. If you look, whoa, there it is. You know, so some of them are up, some of them are down. So it's like when you're looking for architectural details on a building, you're walking down the street, and you're like, oh, it's just a brick building, but then you look up, and the, there's all exactly. kinds of... Exactly. Because that, right, and I tell people, you know, when you drive around, you miss so much. Sometimes if you get out and walk, you'd be surprised at the things that you'll see, you so, know, with the ghost signs, with the monuments, with the architecture. It's beautiful. Just in general, good idea to look up. Look up. Walk up. <laughs> And walk around. And walk around. Walk around. Have you explored, um, like, the gaslight area over behind Austin? Am I... What, the gaslight square? Yes, gaslight square. Um, I imagine there might be some ghost signs over there. I don't know for sure. Yes. But... That's where I got the better better forms one from. The Parker Parker, um, decorating metal. 
is in that area. And cause, because Gaslight Square was m- my first photo documentation. Oh. I photographed that entire thing from the time he started renovating it until he hung it to say Gaslight Square. Nice. Yeah, so there are a couple in that area. And Pigtown's got a fair number of them. Pigtown, yes. As a matter of fact, the one they have on the corner of Washington Boulevard, mm-hmm. I'm going to photograph that one. Down down at the... Um, on that corner on the side of Tony's Grill? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm, for one thing, I love, I love the color combination. It's got that pink and that beige and that brown. I think it's like, wow, that's like, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the one on my agenda, too, that I've constantly driven past and have yet to photograph it. But I am, because it needs to be in... It's a ghost sign. Sure. Yeah. It is. I mean, it's it hasn't faded to where it's a ghost, but eventually it will. And if it doesn't, it's just, it just belongs there. You know, it belongs in that with the rest of them. It's a part of it. God, I'm so nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I don't make y'all lose people. You're, no. you're doing great. I, uh, so there's another, there's another one, a fruit company at the end of Austin um, and maybe... Scott? Yeah, some, yeah is there is that? one down. I can't. I can't think I mean, of what that, that company area is called. Is like... I feel like it starts with an L. Um, but there's definitely sort of a mural ghost-like sign on the side of the building. You gotta find it for me. I will find let it for me you. Know. I'll let you know. Let me know. <laughs> I'll, if whip, I don't I'll have whip my phone out before it. the end of this and tell you where it is. But there you go. I'll wait a few minutes. <laughs> That'll work. That will work. Let me see. Is there anything else I can tell you? I thought I looked at these signs. To me, they were very picturesque. Mm-hmm. You know, highly um, for advertisement. They're very stylized. They got a lot stylized. of a lot of detail. Yes, yeah. they were. And like I said, with the with the uprising of the new Baltimore, you know, they they just let them fade and mm-hmm. die. And mm-hmm. except for those people, like the guy on Fourth Avenue who refuses to paint over it. You know, he said he's he said he said he won't revive it though. Mm-hmm. He's not going to repaint it. He's just going to leave it. He's going to leave it the way it is. It. But it's it is beautiful the way it is, because out. you can still read it. You know, and he told me the history about like I said, it was a pharmacy. So it was the pharmacy, the pharmacist that owned that house and had his pharmacy in the house. His brother was a doctor, so his brother would send his patients to his pharmacy his brother's pharmacy <laughs> to get his to get their prescriptions refilled and filled. But you got so many people coming into Baltimore now from out of town and whatever, whatever, and don't know our history. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and they are coming in and erasing our history. Just, That's just, ours. Yeah. What are you yeah. doing? one I like on on Green Street right after you pass University of Maryland mm-hmm. and it advertises pajamas and night shirts I've, <laughs> seen, like, I've seen that one yes yes <laughs> yes yes I'm like night shirts and when I went on a walking tour with the Baltimore Heritage Society um, downtown 
just walking, they were talking about different things. They were talking about the Baltimore architecture. Mm -hmm. And um, we walked behind some building and I looked, whoa, whole new ghost sign. It was old, mm -hmm. but I had never seen it. Immediately, you know I had my camera on me, so I just photographed it, wrote down on my notes where I saw it, come back home, put it down, and keep it moving. That writing stuff down time. is critical. It is. Oh, yeah. It is. It is. Yes. I'm not going to tell you, there's been times where I have like, okay, where's the paper? What did I do with the paper? I've been there too. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, I have everything and the history that I dug up. I dug up as much history on as many of them as I could. Some of them I couldn't find anything. And, you know, I found a lot like downtown when I did a lot of um, photographing of the ghost signs. Okay, so there was the, the Sealy Posturepedic in the front of Howard Street. You had the head company one in the back, but in the alley on State Street, right beneath that head company sign, there were two more. There was one Howard Wiggs. Mm -hmm. Howard Wiggs was one. And the other one was advertising, I think it was school uniforms. Cool. Okay, so then across the street from that, on Howard Street, you had C.H. Lear's. That was another one was my favorite. So if you're coming up Mulberry, you see C.H. Lear's ghost sign on the back and it advertised the furniture. Okay. But when you got to the light and if you looked up, there was another one. So I think C.H. Lear's was obviously in that building because what I would do was I went to Baltimore um, Museum of Industry. Right. And I went through that. They, they let me go through their archives. So I found like old advertising. That's how I found street addresses. And I also went to the library mm -hmm. and just looked up these old companies. Like, where were you? You know, okay. And did, where did you have, you had some place here. You had places here. You know, like Hendler's Ice Cream. Oh, yeah. Hendler's Ice Cream was big. It was. Hendler's and Borden Ice Creams were big in Baltimore City. Okay. As far as advertising. They're, they had quite a few. Now, I found one of theirs on Park Heights Avenue just up there working. I think I was working and I just happened to look. It was by, it happened to be behind a sign. So it was kind of hard to like get the photograph because I had no room to like really get it. Um, see on Pennsylvania Avenue, I found SNH green stamps. Oh my. Which was so cool, so cool. <laughs> Did you ever save those? When you were yeah, saved? I remember. Yeah, I had my did. little book. We did that, yeah. Them green stamps, yes, indeed. Had to get my little prize or whatever, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> I found the SNH green stamp there. Yes, I did. Um, two, on Edmondson Avenue, where the Hardswall, well, yeah, where the Hardswall Bakery was, behind that building on the side, which is now a grocery store, that used to be a theater. It was the popular theater. So the ghost sign for that that average is still is still on the side. Wow. Yes. Cool. So yeah. be on the lookout when you're asking. Yeah, I'm telling you, you'd be surprised. I mean, you have a lot of these churches and things now that you see that used to be theaters. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. They used to be theaters. Well, Patrick has flashed us the uh, wrap it up sign, so the music's going to start playing any minute now. <laughs> Anything you want to give a shout out to, Lachelle? You guys for having me. I hope y'all didn't lose any listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, I hope it was interesting. 
It was very, very interesting. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing these photos and those Being stories. Being so well prepared. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah I need this now. Did I do okay? Wonderfully. Yeah. All right. So that's that's basically it. <laughs>